Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> I don't know if I should be the baritone in that. <laughs> <laughs> that was tight. I don't know. Whatever, man. Uh, yeah. Off the cuff. <laughs> What's Saturday night? Saturday night, and I'm feeling all right. Uh, how hey. how you doing? I'm okay. I uh, it's a my parents sent me Easter cookies because I think like two years ago they decided to start celebrating Easter again. We would like look for a basket or whatever. But uh, long story short, this happened yesterday, and I hadn't warned my landlord that I was getting a package that might have food in it, and so they put it inside and Rita like my dog. Like, razor cut it open and then ate all of the fucking chocolate chip cookies, which is fine. She's big. She's, like, eaten worse things in her life. But she had had the muddy butt and and was home alone for a while today. And so I came home to, like, a poop explosion. But you know what? My floor needed a mopping anyways. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh... It's, like, really nice here, and then we got busy late at work, and then, I don't know. You got busy late? Like, everybody was like, it's so nice, I'm going to drink all day, and now I want noodles. Yes, I think at, like, (laughs) six, normally, if it's going to be, like, and it wasn't a crazy busy night, but we got some, normally, it's, like, uh, you know, starts at 4.30 or whatever. Mm -hmm. On these nice nights, they wait two extra hours, and then you're all, you're in a false sense of security, you know? You've been lulled. Yeah, for sure. Um, but how how you doing? How's how's motorcycle trial and error? Um, terrible. Um, so much error. I. So much trial. I yeah no I was telling you and then you're like you need to save this and I was like okay you're right. Um, but I was telling you I I woke up today and I was like I'm gonna figure out what the fuck is going on with my goddamn motorcycle. So I had yeah. I had a filter that I bought a couple of weeks ago so i threw that thing on i flushed i changed the oil and i turn it on and it's like smoking and i'm just like fuck that's not good so i thought that it was just air cooled i didn't know that there was like a cooling system in it so i found out where my radiator and where all the coolant goes and i popped it open and it was like full of coolant and i was like okay and it looked brand new changed it anyways um Went on a three-mile ride where whoop, whoop. I managed to get thrown to the fire. I got cut off by a driver, and I had to skid Did my you? Way. Is that a cool motorcycle kid term? No, fuck no. I think that's terrible. I think... Um, thrown to the fire, though. Thrown to the fire? I don't know. Is that... Well, like... This you're is, using cool motor, motorcycle speak. I don't know. I feel like that's like a learning thing. <laughs> I get sure. thrown to the fire at work. I get thrown to the Oh, fire I got you. Okay. You know sure. what I mean? Um, like, yeah, so I get cut off, and I, I've i spent maybe 10 hours on a motorcycle total. So, like, yeah. me taking side streets and getting cut off, it's, like, shitty that it happened, but it's, like, good that I knew how to react in time to, like, okay. downshift and Driver's break. ed, thank you. Yeah. Um, but I get home and I, I have the, the garage door opener in my hoodie pocket. I'm trying, I'm just smashing my belly trying to open the goddamn garage door. And I, I stall out my motorcycle and it's like a little bit of an incline and I can't get it to start. So I go and I wait a couple hours and I'm just like, fuck, I wonder if like I have some sort of weird pressure fluid thing. So I open up the radiator cap and I open the oil reservoir a little bit. And it still isn't turning over. It's not turning over. It doesn't even click. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Out of fucking nowhere, it starts. The the cap for the oil shoots off and I just get sprayed on my leg with oil, dude. And I left this part out. I was going to save that part for this. And it was – yeah. I've never been that greasy before in my life. And it was just like my – I had to take Sounds my horrible. fucking jeans off like right when I got in the house. Those Air Max ones that we went shopping for last yeah. year. Yeah. Fucked, dude. I'm so bummed. <laughs> That's a fucking shame. That's a real shame. I – uh <laughs> 
imagine, and I'm not trying to talk shit on anybody who gives their valuable time to listen to us anyways, but (laughs) I'm just like, imagine if you came to this podcast hoping for like solid hockey insight. And you just have like a bunch of like, it's just like, (laughs) you have two somebody talking about (laughs) mechanics who doesn't fully understand them and somebody who talks about lots of things that they don't understand it's just like (laughs) i think it's great i would listen um we keep it real here we keep it real real quick on the subject of keeping it real uh i was gonna ask i meant to ask this before but now i might as well just keep it running can we do I, i have a few options for you can we do a little dmx either intro or outro because he's in critical condition and maybe brain dead uh absolutely um great send your send your prayers and thoughts to dmx yeah just yeah we'll talk hell is hot we can do both dark and cold or whatever's really good um uh on that should i should i tell the people what they're getting this week you should you absolutely should um, be prepared for even less legitimate hockey talk than usual, because Sam designed this week. <laughs> um, Corey and I are going to talk about and rate five different hockey-related movies, or hockey-focused movies. Um, um, in, in some of these, the focus isn't really hockey. Five. Hockey, hockey-centric. Five. Four. 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 Thank Four. God. I was like... Like the number of lines that a team puts out for their forwards. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's one that we're not supposed to talk about. And then... Well, we're going to talk about... We're going we're gonna to talk about a few that, were, that are not being rated this week. I actually have every intention of making this a semi-recurring thing because I looked up hockey movies and there's some fucking gold that I was not aware of. Like Youngblood uh, was the first one that I thought of when we were done texting. Youngblood, I, like, I, I I had never heard of Youngblood, but I really want to fucking, I want to see that. I also want to see, there's a Jean-Claude Van Damme one where he like saves the Stanley Cup uh, finals going to get blown up. I think that there's maybe no actual hockey played no, in it. But that's like, a straight, just fucking action movie, like... Well, it's about the Stanley Cup Finals takes place in it. I think it counts as a hockey movie. It's called Sudden Death. Uh, yeah, it's got a hockey-related name. It's got a hockey-related name. If I'm, I think I remember watching that as a kid, thinking it was yeah. a hockey movie, getting freaked out because there's so much violence, and then <laughs> uh, my uh, the saving grace of it all oh, is towards <laughs> the end of the movie. Spoiler alert: He plays goalie for the Rangers in like Game Seven for a little bit. Uh, because amazing one because <laughs> he's Jean Claude fucking Van Damme. Actually, if we're gonna watch it and rate it, I'm not gonna give it away because it's kind of. I kind of think that we should have like a. I think we should live stream watching it. We should get like really drunk and just put the subtitles on. Yes, live stream. What? Yeah, you know. I don't like getting drunk um, anymore, but I'll have a. Beer we don't have to get really drunk. It just we'll do something. Give you take a take a take a Adderall or something so that we can get all fired up on the subject. Yeah, yeah. My preference for alcohol intake was pretty irrelevant there. I apologize. <laughs> I mean, I I respect your point. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, sun death, young blood. Uh, we should talk about at some point. I have to watch those two first. Another one that came to mind was Cutting Edge. Which is also not hockey based, but it's got a lot of hockey in it. The kids, never a hockey heard player. Of it. What? You've never heard of Cutting Edge? It's like a teeny bop uh, rom com from the eighties or nineties. This kid's like gonna go to the you know junior Olympics or whatever. He's basically Devin Banks, and he um, he gets injured. Maybe he goes like blind and can't play hockey anymore. He he goes hockey blind. They like make up some. Uh, medical diagnosis that leaves him able to figure skate but not able to play hockey and he's like a rough and tumble Minnesota boy and then he gets paired because he's like a great skater with this like very prim and proper uh, figure skating lady and they fall in love and they he learns how to skate whatever um, it's pretty good uh, the four movies that we are going to be talking about <laughs> And rating between 
first, second, third, and fourth lines. We'll each have our own opinions on them, I'm sure. Um, I'll, I'll go from my personal opinion, worst to last, worst to best. Uh, we're going to talk about Goon, because people talk about it. It's like a hockey movie that people recognize. I think, I don't know what that dude's name is. I'm pretty sure he's a Mormon or a Scientologist. I'm not sure. He the, looks like one. The guy from American Pie. Yeah. Uh, Sean Sean Taylor Thomas or some shit. Sean, <laughs> Sean the... <laughs> That's not <laughs> it at all. Uh, fuck. What is his name? It's like Sean William Scott, I want to say. It's like Sean... It's a, he's got three names. He's got three first names. Yeah, Sean William Scott. That's fucking weird. Um, I think so. Sorry if people have several first names. Uh, we're going to talk uh, Mystery Alaska, which... I'll be completely honest, I started watching last night and did not, I fell asleep during it and then watched a little bit while I made myself breakfast today, but I have not technically watched the whole thing, but I got to the part with Little Richard, so I think I'm good. Um, then we're going to talk Miracle, because Minnesota shit. Uh, kind of, right? Kurt Russell? Uh, Kurt as, Russell as what's and his name? Kurt Brooks. And Brooks, that whole team, Minnesota, was, most of the team, I Minnesota feel like or Boston. If you have an inkling of interest in sports or anything, you've seen Miracle. It's and like you're from Minnesota up there with fucking. You yeah. know the story at least. And then clearly, just uh, without argument, I'll fight you in public if you argue this. The best sports movie ever made. Not you, Corey. I know that you agree. Is Slapshot? Yes. Um, and I I recognize that I kind of gave away what my lines are going to be, but uh, those are the movies we're discussing tonight. Um, shit, that's yeah. Okay, I'm. Gonna... Should we start with let's let's start with start with Goon? Give our thoughts on it. Um. Yeah, I thought. Okay. Or you can maybe lay out your your lines. I don't know. I think I completely agree. Um. I think. <laughs> Uh, the the title is fitting for the fourth line of goon but also that's true i kind of feel justice. like mystery alaska is has the whole disney effect that like i just think mystery alaska is the extra cheese pizza that like oh it's a bad movie it's bad and like yeah it I think actually this is my fourth line. Mystery Alaska is my fourth line. I just, That's totally like, valid. I think that I, just, I think my main complaint with Goon is that people always reference it when they're like talking about. I, people always reference Slapshot when they talk about Goon, and just because there's hockey fighting in both of them doesn't put them on the same fucking plane of existence. Slapshot's brilliant. Paul Newman is so much more fucking handsome than Sean Mormon Scott. <laughs> Um, I just like, I don't think they should be in the same conversation. I'm sorry to that nerdy Canadian who was in This Is The End. I think he's kind of funny. He wrote the movie, I think, but yeah, it's not as good as, that's why I put it in the fourth. Mystery Alaska has this, it, the opening. Did you ever see The Secret of Rowan Inish? No. It's actually a great movie. It's about like Scottish or Swedish or seal people in some European country. And it's, like, very beautiful and old. And it's something that I think my parents let me watch before they, like, fully allowed TV in the house. Yeah. But it's, it's it's like, really good. And the opening of Mystery Alaska is, like, this very contrived Rowan Inish vibe. Like, it's, like, there's pan flute and, like, twittering birds and then all of these, like, slow montages of, like big burly men in like it's just it's just a bad yeah. it's not a well put together movie if i may please please um the whole thing the whole plot of that movie i feel like is stupid like, it stupid and also there's probably actually a kid from mystery alaska who's probably like 13 or 14 and he's just like this movie is actually a daydream that he had about yeah. the New York Rangers coming to play in his hometown. Yeah. town. And, and then he did coke with the right Hollywood producer. Yeah. Like 40 years later and was like, let me tell you a story. But like, I feel like being from Minnesota, like 
everybody has their hometown or their local rink even like fuck minneapolis has like nine rinks great stadium stand up uh palace refrigerated outdoor ice what's good uh okay anyways but like i just feel like somebody this was like some movie writer's plot idea and he was just like you know it's like a general thing you could do a hockey movie with this and then if you just changed a few things uh you could this could be like in the far south with like football uh main yeah thing no here it's the it's the it's the sports movie template it's one of like three right yeah and it's just like main thing here is uh we need really beautiful shots we need a beautiful main yeah. character who has just a love of the game that is just contagious and uh the whole plot of the movie is gonna there's gonna be a little love side thing and then although everybody's cheating on everybody his wife clearly wants to fuck the reporter yeah Russell Crowe's <laughs> wife I mean I'm sorry but she's like obviously unhappy in that marriage and I would be too you're stuck in this fucking shitty little town where your drunk cop fucking husband is obsessed with like hockey and throws all of these little hissy fits about like not they're not I, look I like hockey a lot I think it's great I I understand small town shit whatever but I I'd fuck the reporter too. I wouldn't actually, because Russell Crowe's much more handsome than that man who's also kind of famous that plays the reporter. But, dude, if Russell Crowe looked at me, I would. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's supposed to be a prick, but he's really good looking. Yeah. Also, um, and he he's he's a good actor, not in this movie, but. <laughs> one thing. One main thing. Okay, my main gripe though with the whole thing, uh, two. I have two. Uh, it's like ordered a pizza and it's just like you get triple cheese also um okay you're live in alaska and your team is the new york fucking rangers hold on one second please you've never heard of any other fucking canadian team or anything also logistically this like working class town yeah dude when the new york rangers Rangers start playing seven eastern time bro it's like two o'clock in alaska yeah also like you're yeah, you don't fucking care about the, like, big shots in New York. That's, like, the whole point of the movie. But you're like, well, why are the big shots in New York fucking... I don't know. All the strike shit. Also, their accents. What are their accents? Some of them sound Swedish. Some of them sound Irish. Some of them sound Canadian. Some of them sound, like, a really horrible Minnesotan. I don't... It's not a well-put-together... Can I Can I tell you what I think its strengths are? Oh, Yes, please. Because I've actually got a few. I took him. I took him down. Um, <laughs> Phil Esposito, I think, is probably a piece of shit too, as like an internal human being. I just, I, I'm sure he voted for Trump, or would have if he wasn't Canadian. Is he Canadian? Uh, um, he. I'm trying to. He Google might be from quickly. the East Coast or some shit. He might be a. I left my phone on the charger because it's starting to not work again. Uh, wow, there's an Esposito Garden Center. You actually have to search for Phil Esposito. Interesting. Anyways, uh, let me know when you... Uh, uh, Phil Esposito does add, like, hockey credit to anything you do. If you're, like, trying to make a hockey movie, it's a slick move to put him in as an announcer. That's, like, my least impressive. The Little Richard part... The Little Richard part is tight. I actually just kind of discovered Little Richard at work. Uh, Chops, my my Wait. boss was like, huh. I'm sorry. Um, what? I just discovered Little Richard. All right. Little Richard's a ripper. Uh, yeah. Yep. Little Richard fucks. He's crazy. Yeah, I, it's... Yeah, I mean, I know you don't fucking with rock and roll shit, but I feel like that's just like Prince. No, but that's too, some you know? that's some wild shit. That's like some yeah. That's some that shit. It's cold as hell. It uh, also he was like, oh, play this album by Little Richard, and <laughs> I searched Lil Richard, like L I L Richard. Oh man! And I was like, I don't think Spotify has them. <laughs> god sam <laughs> if you like rock and roll music at all and you don't give credit to people like uh little richard 
Little... I don't particularly like rock and roll at all, but I now give credit to Little Richard. Little Richard, sorry. I'm, I'm talking sorry. to the audience. I'm sorry. <laughs> if, you, if you think you're a metalhead, and if you think you're a punk, and you don't listen to BB King or Little Richard, okay, you're a fucking poser. Yeah. Doom metal would not exist without motherfuckers without like BB King. I'm just saying. BB King's a bad motherfucker. My uh, my childhood friend, I remember sent me bb king albums for every birthday he moved to boston when i was in like second or third grade and it was our only correspondence he would send me a new bb king album every year on my birthday for like four years damn if you want to if you ever want to relax take just go find there's i'll send it to you there's this infamous live show that's on youtube and it's just like the recording's kind of the video is aged, but it's great quality and the sound is just beautiful. Yeah. That show, dude, I clicked on it at random and it sent chills down my spine, dude. Shit's it, crazy. I sat there for I'll 50 minutes and just like I was and just in you were thrilled for amazement. every minute. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's some bad motherfucker shit. But uh, anyway, so is Little Richard. There's this amazing part in Mystery Alaska that you should just like look up the uh, people should look up the timestamp of when it happens and just like assume that the story is that hockey boys blah 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 men blah 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 brief gratuitous sex blah 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 and then like little richard has like a one minute spot and i just think it's tight that they got little richard to do it and he sings and it's tight and then i'm with it and then and then my only final defense of the movie is I feel like somebody on the staff knew that it was a fucking joke, so they hired Mike Myers to play, like, the Don Cherry. Do you recall this? I don't know when the last time you watched the movie was. I... Years. 15. Mike Myers plays, like, the the puffed-up, like, shitty, like, he's asking, like, where he can get a rub and tug and, like is being a dick and then gets on and is like, we love these tough, you know, Alaskan boys. <laughs> um, and I feel like... Mike Byers watched a couple videos of Don Cherry, who's definitely the ultimate Canadian fuckboy, fuck Don Cherry, um, and just, like, did a caricature of him. And I appreciated that the movie at least didn't take itself too seriously to avoid that. I forgot about that completely. Yeah, like I said, it's been, like, 15 years since I watched it. Totally movie. fair. I only The only time I'd ever seen any parts of it was I remember... The Wild, their first few years, would show, like, on the Jumbotron, like, that would be one of the, like, pump-up clips. Oh, yeah. Like, the locker room talk or some shit, and I had no, you know, context for it, but, yeah. I wish they did more of that. One time, I was at a game, and, fuck, we were just ringing up um, somebody, and when they changed goalies, they had, they were... I don't know, they were, like, blasting the music. We had just scored. Yeah. They changed goalies. And it was, like, a TV timeout, so they had the extra time. And the announcers are now in goal, the backup. And then right after that, the video guy queued up the thing from Die Hard where, like, uh, the main guy's backup comes. And he goes, ha, welcome to the party, pal. And I just thought it was the funniest <laughs> fucking thing ever. <laughs> See, that's some real... Uh... But some, like, slick social media shit. That's mm-hmm. what the teams need to be doing now. Oh, real quick. I should have addressed this earlier. You called it out and I didn't. We're not doing the Mighty Ducks right now because I actually have way too many feelings about that as a trilogy and how it was built to address it along with these other movies. And I wanted to give some love to Slapshot because we're going to have to talk about it for a while. So we may address mighty ducks at some point it's not happening tonight i understand that that's probably the best known hockey movie series there is yeah if you're still skating with two blades like and mighty ducks skates. was was filmed the first one was filmed in parade stadium where i played parkboard indoor hockey when we couldn't be on the rinks I think yeah, it was filmed at multiple, though, wasn't it? Location. Yeah, I don't know. Parade we'll do a whole episode on the stupid ducks of Mighty. We'll do a whole episode on the stupid ducks thing. Um, shall we move on? 
Um, I, yeah, we I both don't need have to the see. same list, right? Like, yeah, we do. All right. Well, I just want to like talk about the movies in between. But yeah, sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, Goon, what I okay. Again, I haven't seen this movie in a couple years. Um, and full disclosure to our beloved audience, I texted Sam because I was stressed out about my fucking exam. I was like, yo, if you want to record on Saturday, I'm down. But uh, torches, torches here given to you. And <laughs> uh, I didn't really. And here I am. Yeah, here he is doing an actually <laughs> cool episode that I am <laughs> ill prepped for. But I thought, if I remember correctly, I liked Goon because, like, it's kind of like a gimmicky movie, but it's like, it owns it, and it's actually kind of funny. And, I don't, like, the cheesy parts. It's are... funny, like, American Pie was funny, though. So I don't actually think it's that funny. But sure. Right, sure. I mean, do you, you think, like, they don't make hockey funny movies for leftist people. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's be, true. Like, My like, only other, there's a lot of mystery. Alaska had a lot of like, uh, bummer moments and like a lot of misogyny and like a lot of fat phobia shit. Um, yeah. Cause if but, you're hawking lumber and sipping maple syrup all day, you gotta be just fucking. Yeah. Their lawyer fuck. dies and he like makes some comment about how his son asked him why he was so fat. And I just think that's like an inappropriate thing to say about somebody at their funeral. But, um, there was a part where the, like the TV agency is trying to call them the like Alaskan Eskimos or some shit. And the mayor is like, that's not what the native people call themselves here. And I was like, I didn't see that coming. I was like, I was ready to be. Wait, Mystery Alaska? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was, I, I just wanted to give credit to the one person who was like, what if we didn't this time? On gotcha. their writing stuff. Gotcha. No, Goon was cute. It was fine. He, like... There's violence. It's violence. But it's not really, like, all that well... I think that the choreographed violence... Oh, there was a lot of... Yeah. All of these movies have, like... All four of them, honestly. And again, I think Slapshot's the best because it's the best. Just period. But all of them have, like, really classic, like... Punch uh cut to scenes you know like somebody gets socked in the face and then there's like a lot it's just like very classic hollywood male-based violence that's sure absolutely um yeah i don't know its sequel was just the same movie um, i did not force myself to watch the sequel although i was gonna i was gonna be like and they made a fucking sequel of that shitty movie but then i looked and i think slapshot has two or three sequels they just released one like i want to say six years ago or something yeah so i was like all right people feel the need to beat things to death i won't come at goon too hard for that because i can't imagine that the slapshot sequels were great absolutely should we just go to fucking miracle now yeah let's talk about miracle now we're on to the good movies miracle's um, a good movie my girlfriend is mm-hmm. the biggest kurt russell stan and I get it. On our second or third date, she informed me of this, and she and knew you were like, "Yo, like talking. Miracle," and she was like, "No, like no. cool movies." No, 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 <laughs> other way around. Uh, oh, she asked, and she knew I like hockey, and she was just like, "Have you ever seen Miracle? It has Kurt Russell in it." And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I saw that in the theater." Yeah, I've seen that, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I. Um, That's tight. I feel like that movie was like as good as it was gonna be. It's clearly a little cheesy because they had to like play up the. It's like meaning. a massive propaganda patriotism yeah, piece, but which fuck America. But it's good. It's good. It feels good. 
you want to beat the commies and- I, as as like, <laughs> an anarchist commie i i wanted to beat the commies when i watched that movie <laughs> yeah and like um herb brooks is like a pretty pretty fucking big deal in minnesota um, yeah um I'm not sure how far that reaches, but, like, my dad was just like, oh, man, like, Kurt Russell really yeah. nailed Herb really well. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's nice. I-, I mean, even my dad, who I don't think gave a shit about Minnesota sports, was like, I, I think people really respected the role. And I I appreciate the polarity of an actor who can do Escape from L.A. and yeah. a really good, like, biopic piece of Herb Brooks. Absolutely, and also Captain Ron, uh, Kurt Russell. He's low key like he's low key like the less annoying Nicolas Cage, huh? Um, he's like a good actor, but he's in a lot of like really shitty movies and roles. I think. Ooh, shit, Emily, don't listen to this podcast. I'm sorry, Emily. Um, I, you know I, that some of his movies aren't yeah. great. I think sure, but I think like all of. Here's what I learned after dating a huge Kurt Russell stan. Um, I love this. He takes roles for movies that, like, are original to some degree, even if they are kind of, like, You're right. B-tier. Nick Cage has clearly done movies for, like, just action. Yeah, just action Money. Movies. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think he knows it, and I think he's fine with it. And I think, like, if you look at his career like he's in really notable movies and then he's in these like fucking weird indie shit range movies but they're like that he's clearly intentionally partaking in yeah Yeah. and they're like kind of cheesy but also funny and kind of quirky i bet he's a cool dude i i i mean i don't know maybe not but i think he's probably (laughs) a cool dude (laughs) Me, (laughs) me too um but yeah, um, also just the sorry, but like the no, historical yeah. context of yeah. that whole thing, I thought fuck America, like fuck the whole propaganda thing. But like uh, historical hockey context, they did a great job of like character building. Um, yeah. It was all a bunch of like UMass, Harvard and University of Minnesota kids. And they like made the recruiting thing like. A whole scene which i thought was kind of important to that whole thing because in russia like the hockey players that was their job yeah. it was their job to be great since they were 12 they like got yeah and just like the whole the, it, it was so detailed like the game thing the game montage scene i like really hated because it was like really cheesy but um it's well known that when the united states went up uh goal in the third they had the USSR had to pull their goalie, and they didn't know how to do that. Tredi and egg. there was some confusion yeah. in the movie. And I thought, oh yeah, that actually fucking happened. Yeah. No, I thought. Uh, also, I love a recruiting scene. There's that movie about those scab fucks, which now I look back on. Do you remember the replacements about the football scabs? No. With like no. Keanu Reeves. I also am like terrible at like remembering. It's it was just like a bad movie that came out in the two thousands that was on like shitty cable. So I watched it at, at like a friend's house over and over again, you know, and and now I recognize that it was just about some scabs. But um, there's like a recruiting scene where they're like going through and like picking all of the scabs to like play on this football team, and I I just love a recruiting scene of any form something really good about like introduction scenes where you get like a snapshot of somebody and they're in the middle of it absolutely anyways yeah miracle was really good also we should at some point talk about i haven't watched the whole thing because it it's really intense honestly but that the red army movie about the The uh, russian five or yeah the one yeah the like in-depth fucking about it's a docu fucking memory i know but it's it's really what I've seen of it. It's really good. And that fucking team was both really great and really intense. And all of them had really intense lives. And it was like a pretty intense and interesting thing that happened in the world. That like USSR hockey team. Yeah. Shit. It was What's really the... a symbol of like, is, yeah. Is this the team where, no, I think it was another player. 
um, there was like that first Russian player who like was scared for his fucking life to come over and play and it was before I think it was in I the think, 80s no I think that it might have been this? I think it was that team um, cause the dude wrote like a expose about like I just remember reading like this man's article about getting like picked from his home at like 11 and going to live in this farm where they had like a, a brilliant but like abusive coach it's just it's crazy shit and we should we should rewatch and actually speak on it when we know but um that team was crazy and that you know that part of history is crazy right on. and was like low-key the cold war you know <laughs> yeah oh shit fuck god damn it's 11 o'clock right now and oh it's almost midnight and midnight. yeah i forgot the significance there um can right, i tell my what? Paul Newman interview story to Oh hell yes. I was hoping that you would. <laughs> I was hoping <laughs> that you fucking would. I I wrote it down in my cell phone notes. Again, my cell phone's charging, so I don't have it. But I was like, <laughs> Corey don't fucking tell that story. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so this <laughs> last summer I just changed careers. I used to be a knuckle dragging um Neanderthal tile setter and now Chill, that's skill work. And now I am an IT person, and over the pandemic, I was fortunate enough to get into a boot camp for poor people to get a couple certifications, as I talked about earlier. I um, Over the summer, I kind of kept it real chill. I didn't really fucking do shit. Um, me and Sammy had a little hustle. I was applying for jobs and shit. Um, schedule was real lax. I would wake up 9... 10 some days make coffee then take a nap get back to it later in the day um Corey's so serious about his naps y'all it's insane Uh, it's kind of a problem (laughs) (laughs) I I I have an interview set up through a recruiter and I have it in my phone as like three o'clock or something so like I eat lunch at like one, oh two o'clock. I kind of lay down. I'm like, All right, I'm gonna take a twenty minute nap. I have a Zoom interview at three. It'll be chill. I get a phone call from my recruiter at two fifteen, and she's like, "Why aren't you in the interview? They're in the Zoom call waiting for you." And I, it's like ninety degrees in my fucking apartment. I'm sweating my ass off. Like I look like shit. My hair is like all fucked up. I can't find my dress clothes or anything. So I angle my camera up, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." I get there super late, and I'm like, "I'll show up right on time and feel bad about it." I'm that kind of person. Yeah. I show up to shit early, yeah. and I'm just like, "Oh my god, this is fucking terrible," and. The interview starts off fine, like just general. Oh, no, it doesn't start off fine because I get into the fucking interview (laughs) and there's six fucking people in this call to interview me. And I'm just like, fuck, this is terrible. It just sounds distracting. And it's just like, it's extra. You don't need all that. Like, what the fuck? Um, And so they're like asking me like basic questions, like what I am looking for, blah, 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 blah. And... They're asking me these, like, technical questions, like, do you have a VPN? And I'm like, yeah, I know. Yes, I do. And they're like, okay, um, do you pay for one, or did you set one up yourself? And I was like, oh, I pay for one. And they're like, which one do you pay for? And I'm like, uh, and I bought it, like, it's I bought it, like, five years ago. So I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what that is. And they're just like, oh, okay. And they're asking me these, like, other technical questions, and I'm like, unsure but i'm answering them fine and then they get to like the weird personality questions and like i'm just kind of flustered and it doesn't feel good i'm still super embarrassed from being like late and they ask me (laughs) if there's a movie made about your life who would play the main character and it punches me in the fucking gut this question (laughs) And I just completely freeze. I'm a deer in headlights. I have no idea. I can't think of a fucking movie. I can't think of a TV (laughs) show I'm watching right now. I can't think of a fucking actor. The first fucking thing I think of is um, this French horror flick, Martyrs, that, like, 
of course I can't be a fucking oh villain God. from Martyrs. I can't be I can't reference a French horror movie. They're gonna think. Wait, I'm like, they said that what actor would you would play you in a okay. movie made about your okay. life? Okay, okay, and yeah, I I'm thinking of like horror movie actors. I'm just like fuck, dude. Think of a fucking movie, and I'm just like, oh, what's my favorite movie? Slapshot. Okay, great. Movie. Who's my favorite character? Hanson Brothers, Paul. and I'm like, fuck, dude, you can't be three Hanson Brothers. And wow. in my mind, this has been going on for 20 minutes, and they're just like, <laughs> like, uh, like what? They're like, we don't Speak actually give a shit, up. man. <laughs> Say something, and I'm just like, fuck, 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 fuck. And they're like, and then I, they're like, uh, do you you want to skip? And I'm like, no, Paul Newman. <laughs> and okay. So this, these boss people that are interviewing me, the one guy has, like, a poster of, like, anime people on it. Uh, another guy has... Um, They're all, like, 22. Cartoon, the, the young kids. One kid, the first... The, the, and right after, there was a pause. There's like, a 10-second pause. And somebody's like, uh, who is that? And <laughs> somebody replies... And they're just like, yeah, isn't that the salad dressing guy? <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, have you guys hey, ever seen? it is seen... the salad dressing guy. <laughs> and, and like, as, the, oh, yeah, and while, in, in the moment of silence, I'm just like, oh, shit, maybe Splashshot isn't, like, the most professional thing to reference in an interview. And it's a great movie. <laughs> it is a great movie, but a lot of terrible, like, I don't know. A lot of bad stuff goes on in there. And... Yeah, I had to be like, no, like Cool Hand Luke and like Slapshot. Long story short, <laughs> people younger than me don't know about Paul They were like, Newman. oh, those movies that were made 20 years before I was born? Why didn't you just say Ryan Gosling? Which right. is probably still outdated. Um, yeah, who's uh, old who person? Cares? I don't know. Who's the hot guy now? Ryan um, Gosling was the hot guy as most recently as I can recall watching movies. Yeah. Heath Ledger. No, that's 20 years ago, too. He's been, yeah. <laughs> um, rest but Sam, peace. you know, you you go, you know, you you take penalty, you go to the box, you feel shame. You feel, you feel shame. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they feel shame for not knowing who the fuck Paul Newman is. Yeah, Because so not only was there. he an amazing actor and in so many things... But he also, uh, the Newman Foundation, I think, is actually, like, pretty legit. I think that they've donated, like, $800 million or some absurd sum yes. to various things. And he did the American Gothic joint on the front of some of them. He's just, he's, I bet he was really cool. And Slapshot's an amazing movie. For those who uh, don't know you should watch it because it's not a hockey movie it's a takedown on capitalism it's about a dying fucking coal town full of dysfunction and it's got this minor league hockey team and that's a whole fucking shit show and it's like low-key a pretty it's it's funny but it's like also a serious movie and i don't know is a really interesting statement on like small mill town america and I think was really well done. And the Hanson brothers are fun. And I have I have a... They were played by the Carlson brothers. Mm-hmm. Of whom Jack Carlson played for the North Stars. And, uh... I think for one of the, like, first years they were together, my mom wrote Jack Carlson a letter asking for his autograph for my dad's birthday. What? Really? As a Penguins fan? He was a North Stars fan. He moved to Minnesota. He was like, I like the Penguins, cause, but I'll go to... He went to North Stars games and whatever else, and he loved Jack Carlson. Okay, so... Let me Jack look. Carlson was not actually in the movie. It was his three younger brothers, I believe. Absolutely. I also um, want to say that that movie was made in the, the 70s, and there is some... Shit that wouldn't fall oh, yeah. on a script. Um, oh, yeah. It's not, like, politically ideal. I just... Yeah. No, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Uh, I th- 
yeah, I think it's important. Yeah, I think it's important to be aware, but also of course. Um, no, yeah, it's just it's a great movie. Um, it's a great movie. It's fucking. I feel like the Hanson brothers though kind of pioneered the whole hockey speak thing. I feel like that's kind of like where I don't it starts. I don't know well enough because it was again the seventies, but it absolutely makes sense and that's like half the fun of that movie <laughs> it's it's just it's a great movie it's a really good movie and uh, paul paul newman was a goddamn babe yeah absolutely sexy man rest in peace paul newman oh yeah. i had one one point unrelated to all of this i while i was i heard the dmx news you know and so, like, I listened to a little bit at work and had, like, the fucking Spotify shuffle or whatever going. And there's some heat on it. And I was like, what song should we play or whatever? Um, and then it came across the Rollin' remix by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> that band will never make it on this podcast. No. I, that's not where I was going with this, Corey. Okay, Please sorry. have more respect for me than that. And faith. Good I God. I just... Me. I really hope that Fred Durst had to pay for every feature that he ever got. It, <laughs> what you... It's so awful. It's <laughs> so terrible. I just... I like... I listened to it for a couple seconds because... Is there is that one song he's got that song with method man it's called end together i think and and the beat's kind of crazy i think it's a dj mugs beat um that song is good that's maybe like and that it. song's pretty tight it's it's pretty good but not because of fred durst who cannot he's like it was just anyways i really hope that dmx got like 50k to be on that shit <laughs> make me feel better about the world yeah um yeah. I don't know. What else you got, baby? Um, Real quick. I yeah, am please. actually going to talk hockey stuff briefly. Oh, yeah. That's um, right. It's a season. The West had a really interesting night with Colorado taking on St. Louis and Minnesota okay. playing Las Vegas. Okay. Um, Minnesota beat Vegas, and now the it's – still really tight and honesty honestly um yeah it's kind of tight the whole way two through seven i want to say um it it's and which is kind of surprising and honestly san jose kind of like has a shot to be in the mix a little bit um, i don't think they're gonna be in the mix i sh- sure um, I will say this, though, in regards to that. Uh, San Jose has won their last four. St. Louis has lost their last six. And the Coyotes are in fourth, and they have not played. They haven't strung together a consistent uh, run of games uh, lately. And um, San Jose's kind of hit their scoring groove, too, which is interesting because we've we've bashed them severely on a previous episode but like yeah um yeah i don't know if they're just playing i mean shitty teams and like the force yeah but like i don't know there's a big jump between the fourth and anyone else but yes you're absolutely right they're way more in it than i expected them to be the the fourth and anyone else what you mean you said there's a big jump between the fourth and anybody else? Are you looking at the same stats I am, bro? Yes, the fourth has 39 points and the Minnesota Wild have 48. Sure. But that's a that's the fourth, a fifth, and jump. sixth. No, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I'm, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. totally. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Bess. Uh, nice that the Wild took the game off the Knights. Absolutely. Um, it would have been nice if the Blues like took them to overtime, though, because then we would have been within two and a half games. Yeah. But yeah. Gonna do? Piece of shit. Marchie scored a hat trick. 
Yeah, I was working on my motorcycle and I was getting notifications to that game and it was just like confetti Wild. in my pocket, dude. It just kept fucking <laughs> flying. <laughs> um, his last. I feel like you shouldn't actually get a hat trick if your last goal is an empty netter, though. I don't. I'm not a gatekeeper, although I. I mean, I think it's a little goofy. It's not quite the same thing, but. Well, okay. Let me ask you this: If you're playing in your first NHL game and you're on the ice for the six on five, and you clear the zone. And it goes into the empty net. Do you keep the puck for your first NHL goal if it goes in? Because I don't. I don't think that's the first real goal. I think that's the only goal that either of us would get. And you're goddamn right. I'm keeping that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I fought my way to the top or whatever. I don't know how I get in the NHL. Maybe I like... I, I don't know, but uh, that shit's a miracle and I'm keeping anything that I like touch. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I You know, I don't know. I don't begrudge it. I think it's a little goofy. Although Marchie's had hat tricks. He's, he's a good hockey player. I, I don't know that he's a bad person, but I feel it in my heart. Yeah, I feel as I over-edited. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week sometime and sam i'm sorry i cut your voice out trying to get this dmx shit in at a good time because we kind of rambled off and now i'm just doing more of the same see you next time bye bye i bet you this motherfucking double barrel will blast his face be on the lookout for a bastard case niggas pumped you up to watch you get beat had you thinking shit's sweet now you up shit's creek cause your shit's weak how much is your life worth to someone important cause i be Kidnapping for ransom is some shit that you don't wanna get caught From back in the days of Gordon, niggas was getting robbed The guy from Rockets hiding, he stayed on his job With his own little mom, it's worth going back to the earth so soon Worth making my shit go boom, but you know do From the graveyard to the no boom Fuck you know about a pine box, money going out with nine glocks On top of you that same nigga where they pull out 29 shots Till I kill up your crew, I ain't gon' rest It don't take a whole lot to fill up your vest then watch your lungs just spill out your chest. Uh-huh. Best get on some actual age shit. Yo, little kid. That's what for faces. More niggas get killed like that than a little bitch. Yeah. Sticky. F-I-N-G-A-G, the crazy Cajun. Blazing bullets for days and days and grazing. Amazing. I'm the glazing, lazing. Purple hazing. Hard to be facing. Lord, all this hell of them raising. God of the underground. I'm gunning them down with a thunder pound. We gonna shut him down. He turned shit dumb quick when the gun clicked. Lying in your rhymes. Worse to 